the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston, and I, as always, I'm going to bring you uh, some great information in the integrative world of science and medicine, and today is no less one of the greatest uh, shows that I think is going to be the pinnacle of what I am trying to accomplish because I have, uh, not only do I have Ray Solano, who is usually on kind of the third week of the month with me, but I have a guest, Dr. Richie Shoemaker, who has been absolutely the forefront of biotoxin illness and looking for the answers and treatments and, and uh, the, the therapies for SEERS, or Chronic Inflammatory Response Syndrome, which we've talked about before. But I do want to clarify that biotoxin illness in this country has been very underrepresented. And Dr. Schumacher has been wor- working at this uh, for many, many years and has in my mind, it come with all of the information I think we need to know. And I think at some point he and Dr. Heyman should win the Nobel Peace Prize for this work because I think more people are affected by biotoxin illness than we really know. And so Dr. Schumacher and Ray both, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for joining me on the show. Good morning. Well, good morning. Everybody's smiling. Must be a good Monday. It That's must right. be a good Monday. Well, my, my man Mahomes won the Super Bowl last night, so it's a great Monday. Thank you. There he is. That was, that was <laughs> yeah, a comeback. Stay up and watch that game. I had to bring that up. Sorry. So, Dr. Schumacher, please tell everybody who you are and what you do. I don't know if you can get this in the, in the, the 26 minutes that we have, but please tell us what you do. In a nutshell, I had gone to Duke University Medical School and wanted to be a family practitioner. And if you know Duke and their reputation, they don't train a whole lot of family docs. But even worse, I wanted a rural experience. They certainly don't train doctors to be uh, uh, out out in the countryside. But uh, one fellow told me that I don't want you to practice at the end of the road or at the top of the mountain. Well, the end of the road of patient care is the top of the mountain of caring and bringing cutting-edge science to people that might need help with illnesses that have not been defined. I was very pleased to be a rural family practitioner for 15, 16 years in Pocomoke, Maryland, where I'm on the eastern shore, right between Chesapeake Bay and the the Atlantic Ocean. And it's beautiful wetlands and gorgeous. Ray, maybe you've been uh, in this part of Maryland. But my world changed when there was an outbreak of an unusual illness that affected people who were catching fish. And it was caused by fisteria. The people who said they were sick, nobody knew what was wrong. And some of the wags would say, fisteria, hysteria. Well, I had been right in the middle of the quarry, and nobody knew anything about this organism. Nobody knew about toxin illness. Nobody knew anything, but my friends, the watermen, were getting sick. So I said, I'd try to find out. And I did autopsies in fish and looked at nutrients. We found out it wasn't nutrient enrichment at all. 
But it was fungicides in the water column that was a big problem. And that was the first tip-off that just about everything that I had heard and thought to be true was not. And that has driven me for the last, since 1996, yeah, I guess that's 26 years now, yeah. I've published about 50 papers. We've got one accepted on Friday. This will be the, the paper on uh, genomics or transcriptomics and neuroquant for people with cognitive issues. Right. And, and Dr. Pinkston, I think it's going to revolutionize yes. dementing illness and post-dementing illness. Yes. But I started on the seat of my pants saying, what in the world can I do? What's wrong? And people had headache and cognitive problems and cough and rashes and secretory diarrhea. So I gave them, I didn't know what else to do. I'm the only doc around. I gave them cholestyramine. Right. It stops bile acid secretion and diarrhea from that. And it stopped this diarrhea beautifully. But the headache went away. The cognitive issues cleared up. The rashes went away. The cough went away. How in the world did a non-absorbable anion-binding resin do all that? Was this a toxin that was into the gut at some time with enteropathic circulation? And what, what can I do to prove that what I'm saying is right? Well, I had accumulated about 200 patients by the time my first paper came out in 1998 on diagnosis, all by one by treatment with cholestyramine. And, oh, my, the CDC was involved in arguing back and forth with University of Maryland and Johns Hopkins. Who would represent the state? They're going to go down to Pokemon and show that little loudmouth doctor that he's full of baloney. Well, they actually found that what I would say was right. And I said, this is, this is too exciting. Why did some people get sick and others didn't? Well, HLADR, a, a gene, immune response gene. Was in the sick ones, but not in the non-sick ones. Wow, yeah. And inflammation, low MSH, melanocyte-stimulating hormone. And MMP9, the matrix metalloproteinase 9, talking about cytokines. So we're looking at a cytokine problem with a genetic predisposition found in people who are exposed to fisteria. Well, that's just the water where fish kills. But then here was people from Florida. We've got cyanobacteria. Every time Lake Okeechobee discharges the extra water that's, that's stored in the, in the winter rains, and they've sent it up the St. Martin River, they get an outbreak of a dinoflagellar illness like hysteria. Yeah. Was there something in the water? Yes, it was the same fungicides. Oh, my goodness. Look at this consistency. Yes. And then the blue-green algae problem in Florida, they have so much phosphate in their soils. That was a problem. But in 1998, I had my first patient with a biotoxin illness who was sickened by black stuff growing in her wet closet. Right. And tape lift showed stachybutrys. It was primitive what we had. But that was the first case of a mold patient who responded with reduction of the same symptoms all the biotoxin illness patients had, the cholestyramine, and that's got me off and running. That's by 2001 and 2002, I was given lectures at the, at the CDC. I think grudgingly they really didn't want to hear that. Right. But yeah, there, there was an environmental problem, and it can't be dismissed. So as time has passed and one discovery after another, trial and error on treatment, I now have a 12-step pro protocol that's been published in 2003 that looks at all these different things. But the big deal, what, for, what do we do for people who had the illness syndrome who didn't just get better with one thing? We had to eradicate a, a, a commensal organism just sitting in the nose, releasing polycyclic ether toxins. And from the nose, for God's sake. And Joe Musto started doing cultures for me for Marcons, yeah. and that was exciting. And we found out that gliadin antibody positivity was there. We found out trouble with regulation of hormones. MSH regulates ACTH and cortisol, 
antidiuretic hormone and osmolality. All these things were found in cases. And it turns out now we have 25, 26 biomarkers. We had one just published on on Friday. And the excitement is that I've been able to train physicians in the protocol. and I lecture extensively. Uh, It hadn't been for this daggone Parkinson's disease. It's starting to bite me. I would have been doing more lectures. But what that led me to do is see, is there a biotoxin basis of Parkinson's disease? And lo and behold, there is. What a surprise. We have, with we being Jimmy Ryan and me, together with Andy Heyman, who I think you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody knows Andy. He's a great guy. (laughs) But what we've been able to show is with this gene activation study, this transcriptomic test called GENI, uh, gene expression, uh, inflammation explained. But with Genie, we now have four cases. Now, it's not very many, but you got to get four after you get three. Five is next of the transcriptomic findings of ALS. And I had a chance to talk with a nice neurologist from Florida who specializes in ALS. And we now have found problems with microtubule reassembler and cytoskeletal abnormalities. Usually, if you get one of these, that's an indicator that actinomyces is a problem. But we got both of them, both of these genes, unheard of in four consecutive patients. So look out. What began as an illness that killed fish is going to restore integrity to people's brains. I'm excited to be here, and that's as quick as I can give you the history of me. <laughs> I told her, did I not tell everybody, you have a lot of information. Of, uh, just uh, Your history is amazing to me. I have a very good friend who recently lost his wife to ALS, and we talked about it over dinner the other night and made the connection. I helped him make the connection to what I think was a biotoxin illness from a, a plant in Indiana of a, a company that will remain nameless at the moment. I tell you, this is very important, and, and I, you know, I heard you say something uh, early on about, you know, uh, patients who are sick and have no explanation for why they are so sick, and people are so sick. And this is, I think most patients now try to pull towards Lyme. Um, I've heard that over and over. I want to be checked for Lyme disease or, you know, just mold. But I think patients need to understand that there is a very large area outside of Lyme and mold. I mean, at first, I think we thought that was the case, but now we're, you know, looking at tenomyces and, and other things. And so I know this is, you know, people need to understand that this is larger than we really think it is. This is very, very important. This may be a huge explanation as to why you are sick and your physicians and your you know, uh, caretakers don't understand what is going on. How do people get started? Where do, you know, not many physicians really know and understand this. Where do people get started to get care? One of my concerns is that there are continuing education courses for physicians once they've graduated from med school and residency. And yet the amount of time spent on innate immunity in med school is less than 10 minutes in one lecture. Yes. And yet we'll talk about acquired immunity and autoimmunity is right. acquired. And everybody spends a lot of time about that and the links of cancer. And, yes. you know, we're just now recognizing that inflammation is underlies atherosclerosis <clears throat> and the cholesterol idea was a nice idea. It's just not right. Right. So challenging medical dogma with data and publishing with data to be argued about in litigation and within, in, in conferences and among physicians is mandatory. Right. Where I see people getting lost is that they will seek help from someone who says they know what they're talking about, yet they haven't even treated 100 more patients. Right. They haven't published 50 papers. Right. They haven't, haven't had the years of experience that goes in to show 
Now, I had two books. One was called Mold Warriors in 2005. Mm-hmm. One was called Surviving Mold in, in 2010. And you'd think from that that mold was a problem <clears throat> with next generation sequencing. And, <clears throat> and Jeannie, we now know that of people sickened by water-damaged buildings, 42% are sickened by actinobacteria. And I'll tell you about this nasty little beast in a minute. 28% are sickened by bacterial endotoxin, and 7% are sickened by mold. So someone gets up there and says, well, I'm on the summit. I'm an expert in mold. I said, what do you know about actinomyces? Well, what, what are that? What's that? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's not an expert if you ask me. Thank you. But having said that, actinobacteria or filamentous fungi or filamentous bacteria are in between bacteria and fungi. But it's the biggest genus in all microbiology mm-hmm. uh, for bacteria. So if you think about uh, tuberculosis or leprosy or any one of the 20 thousand different compounds that actinobacteria make and in their wall they are in contact with fungi and they will make the alkaline in the environment alkaline where they are fungi don't like that so actinobacteria in in biological warfare in a wet building will eliminate fungi but then if there's there's a bacteria doing well an actinobacteria doing well back in the bedroom in the bathroom it'll release a compound called a pheromone which will attract more actinobacteria to move. They move wow. from the living room to the, to the inner sanctum. Wow. And bathrooms and closets and, and, and bedrooms are there. And the interesting feature is that if we look at skin, there's about one square meter of skin that's exposed to the air, but 24 square meters of skin are comprised of glands, sweat glands and oil glands, that are below the skin, below the, the uh, skin itself. At the bottom of these little sacs, there is the blood flow called the Reti Ridge. And these organisms, these actinobacteria that live in people, release compounds in what are called extracellular vesicles, creating systemic inflammatory changes. Mm. If you think of here is systemic inflammation Mm -hmm. from an organism that lives hiding on your skin. My goodness gracious, this is wild. Plus, they'll march in the middle of the night and alkalinize the drywall. And goodbye, fungus. Right. Fascinating. Right. It is fascinating. Unbelievable. I'm so passionate about this. I guess you can see. I just, and I love, I love your work. This is amazing. So I know you have the uh, website, survivingmold.com. Uh, you know, people can go and take a visual contrast test. Very, I think it's $12, $15, you know, and start the process of looking at their neurological system, get a lot of information, read about uh, a lot. You've got your books. Is this a great place for people to start to take a look? Well, if they're thinking about water-damaged buildings and inflammation, the visual contrast test was the first test that was shown to be reliable to detect uh, illness caused by fisteria. But more importantly, it showed resolution when we treated the fisteria patient, and it showed relapse when the person was re-exposed. That same trend we can prove with water-damaged buildings and cyanobacteria. It's just absolutely fascinating. But if, if people are eating some fish from a tropical reef and they get sick, on a cruise, don't blame it on Orock agent just yet. What about that grouper you had on the buffet line last night? Thank you. Oh, you mean grouper can make me sick? Sure can. Ciguatera is not talked about. But as usual, biotoxin illness follows the same patterns. Now, surviving mold has got about a million pages. Literally, it's huge. It's hard to navigate because it is so big. Yeah. But there is uh, a section that you can be linked from the homepage to at Keno Central, our new one. But if you want to find a physician in your neighborhood, there's a section called find a physician. 
okay. physicians are certified. We've got another program called Proficiency Partners. So the people are trained to be able to diagnose and treat according to a protocol that's been proven uh, in published peer-reviewed literature for 26 years. Yes. That is great. Well, we will make sure to have all of that information on uh, the website. And so I am uh, going to give a little information now about my website. We're coming up on a break here. So drpbetterlife.com is my website that you can find all of the links to all of the platforms for uh, the um, either, you know, my social media information, but also to the podcast and to the YouTube channel and all. And you can find this and I will link all of your information and books and reading and everything to that. So folks can go to drpbetterlife.com. Of course, poor little Ray has been sitting back there. Well, uh, I'm, just, I'm just learning every time. <laughs> I know, right? uh, Rich like, and I have known each other for years, I, but every, you know, you can never uh, learn enough about this condition because unfortunately it's, it's constantly being renewed. We're learning more and more information. Yes. But uh, Richie, thank you so much for making it simple now because yes. uh, for everybody to be able to understand. And then also there's so much misinformation out there about yes. what mold is and what these conditions and, and leading him to a, it seems like a course of therapy that is definitely uh, resolve and be able to get these people healed. That's Absolutely. what's so important. It is so important. So I am here with the great Dr. Richie Shoemaker, who has been talking about biotoxin illness, sick building syndrome or sick house syndrome. You know what? I, I want to ask you too, because I have patients all the time who I'll hear it now. I can almost identify them just within, I, I can be in the room for a minute and a half and I can hear it already. <laughs> And I'll ask them, you know, are, what kind of a home do you live in? You know, where do you work? Whatnot. They all say, oh, I live in a new house. There's no way that, you know, this could happen. I'm like, you know what? This house was being built for two years out in the open, you know, uh, out in the open sky and, and uh, you know, rained, uh, you know, many times. And they just put up the sheetrock and there's no telling what's underneath there. How do people know, you know, what is going on in their home or work and how they're exposed to all of this? Fortunately, in San Antonio, we have a lab, a mycology lab in biobiomics, and I have no interest in, in them. There's no conflicts here. But we use uh, that mycology laboratory to identify fungi, gram-negative rods with next-generation sequencing, and actinobacteria, because each one of those three contributes to human illness. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's a matter of just collecting dust with a Swiffer cloth, wiping in one direction over 10 to 20 horizontal surfaces above the floor, It'll take a week and you'll know. It's not expensive. It's not free, but it's not expensive to find out, especially if you have unknown illnesses affecting mom and dad and children uh, because the genes that are the basis for this are passed on uh, at conception. Yep. So that if someone is long and slender and they're 11352B with the highest TGF beta 1, transforming growth factor beta 1, I don't really want to know about learning disability in the child. I want to know about... If someone's diagnosed POTS or PANS and all these different things, because TGF-beta-1 and SIRS biomarkers like antidiuretic hormone deficiency and elevated osmolality mm -hmm. and pulmonary hypertension, that's a POTS patient. And even children get will get these kinds of things. Yep. So instead of taking beta blockers and psychiatric meds, why don't we just look at what's, what's growing in, in, in the closet, what's growing in the, in the basement that's rising by the stack effect to the second floor of the house? It's easy to do. It's published. It's peer-reviewed. It's objective. And the protocols work, it just even makes, if people have been sick for 20 years. It just makes too much sense, right? It really does. It's it's so simple. It's a, who, who was it? Bush, I think, it said, you know, it's so simple, stupid. Who was it? But it, I, I, um, I don't think 
that it's it's ever very easy to get across to people and patients about how much their environment truly affects them. And it is important. I really want people to understand this is probably larger than what we, you know, understand. Like you say, it's peer-reviewed, it's scientific, it, it's there, it's very underestimated. Many physicians do not know and do not understand this illness. There is plenty of continuing education out there. There is information, and I want people to be able to look and find you, and I'm going to have that information on the the website where they can find you and all of your, uh, you know, uh, information publishings and, and everything. And so, Ray, how do people get – I know that there is VIP. I know that there's a lot of different compounds. I know there's a, a definitely a guide at, to physicians as to how to treat. It's a stepwise fashion. It's not just something you give a, a pill to, a nasal spray, and, and poof, it's over. This takes a long time to work with, get diagnosed, and then get treated. What is the best way to go about treatment? Well, you know, the important thing is working hand in glove with the practitioners to customize and personalize that medication treatment for the patients. That's what we do. It's not something that's, uh, we try to make it simple, but sometimes it can be a little bit uh, unique to the each of the patients. The important thing is what we do is take the information that like Richie has put together of exactly what what works and how, uh, what are some of the solutions and be able to customize those into dosage forms and also specific doses that the patients can actually take and they can absorb and they can actually uh, be able to to be compliant with that's it that's important right. so they can get results so this is what we do uh we it's a specialty pharmacy and we're you know we try to make it very simple for the practitioners with very with customized order sheets uh, uh very simple directions because this can can be complicated but i think that uh being able to stay up to speed with the new topical things that like richie is talking about that mm-hmm being able to uh, identify different organisms and be able to come up with a solution for that. That's what we do. And so it's, and also when people just want to find out more or who to go to, just give us a call and our, our information is uh, available at pdlabsrx.com or our our toll-free number is 888-909-0110. Yeah, so Dr. Shoemaker made very clear that there is a place where you can find physicians who are certified to help diagnose and treat this. There is a lot of information out there. This can be tested. It can be found with, uh, you know, Ray and um, uh, Dr. Shoemaker and all. There are treatments for this. So we do know it is well studied. It is well established in the literature. It is, like you said, it's peer reviewed. The information is out there. The testing is out there. You can test your home. You can find this. You can get better. It is not a mystery anymore. And that is absolutely amazing. And I'm so, so glad that, um, that you know, to have met you finally, but to know that you're out there fighting this battle. And I think this is probably within the next, you know, five to 10 years or so, I think hopefully people can finally know and understand how widespread this is, how common this is, and how important it is that we find it and put a stop to losing our loved ones to these horrific illnesses. There is nothing fun about LLS. There is nothing fun about, you know, immune system disorders, and it steals your life. 
and it, I, I can speak from experience. It takes your life away, and I'm watching my children now uh, sick that I think that it is from our home, and starting to discover this and help others discover it is is absolutely um probably the largest thing on my plate at this point to get this information out there. So, Dr. Shoemaker, you know, we've got about a minute left. Is there anything else that you would like for people to know and to add? One of the spinoffs, in addition to the inflammation, mm-hmm. are the disorders of glucose or sugar metabolism. Right. We can show specifically that in the presence of biotoxin illnesses, there is a reduction of the uh, function of ribosomes that make protein and unfortunately, for mitochondria, they've got a double membrane. And in order to get pyruvate, a breakdown product of glucose, into the mitochondria where it can make energy and right. uh, give, us, give us life, there's almost a, a stockade wall that blocks entry of pyruvate into mitochondria. So if the pyruvate doesn't get into the mitochondria, it's secreted against the gradient outside the cell in the form of lactic acid. Right. So metabolic acidosis is incredibly common. The anion gap is widened, and we can use this to figure out where the pulmonary hypertension comes, where the T regulatory cell dysfunction comes from, and where the brain injury of gray matter nuclear atrophy and elevated size of superior lateral ventricle and then marked loss of substance of cortical gray. It's coming from this failure of the brain to use energy. I've heard people say that this illness is brain on fire. Goodness gracious, no. It's brain on ice. Metabolism just isn't there. Mm. So fixing metabolic acidosis goes hand in hand with correcting exposures, correcting hormonal abnormalities, correcting autoimmune problems, correcting proteomics of inflammation. And all this is available at survivingmold.com. Wonderful. I will send everyone there. That's great. Dr. Shoemaker, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on. And Ray, for you and for sponsoring my show and all. Guys, you can go to drpbetterlife.com. You can find more about out more about Ray and pdlabsrx.com and definitely about survivingmold.com and Dr. Richie Shoemaker. Guys, it's been a great morning. Thank you so much. We will see you guys next time on The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.